0: News FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White for Arden Roof Systems. There's more to your roof than just shingles. It's got to come out. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. What's on your t-shirt? What is that? Uh, It's just a... It's a gondola. No, it's a ghost thing. It says gondola. It says, yeah, something about gondolas. Um during covid we did a lot of online stuff like zoom games and stuff like that and one was drawing weird stuff and we had a couple shirts printed from some of the uh weird drawings uh, that we did Did you draw that one? No. No. I did I did that we need more gondolas. Ah. Uh, I I stole it from our merch. We get 10% of the What's
1: point. the <laughs> What's the connection between the, the
0: pillow and the gondolas? The ghost. Absolutely nothing. It just it was randomly funny. They were wasted on Zoom. Zoom. We were drunk. <laughs> this, was at, this was at about 1 o'clock in the morning on a Friday night. Okay. I am regretting asking. Those are the good old days. Jimmy would just go get plastered on Zoom every Friday and Saturday night. And then then the odd time. Wake up on the floor with a beer in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Going, why am I on the floor in the living room? All right, you're listening for
1: Guns N' Roses. We got Jimmy's Cash at 7.15. Bag Milk is in. It's a Wednesday from Oilers Nation. That's just before 9 a.m. And um, we'll get into the wiener toss thing just after the news
2: at Mm -hmm. 6, okay? Because we need some help with it. The Locker Room News. According to the initial estimates, summer storms in Alberta and the Prairies resulted in more than $300 million in insured losses. That estimate doesn't even include losses from the wildfires. So that's what? Yeah, that's not even wildfires. Um, about $90 million went to replacing vehicles that were damaged in, st- in storms. Okay. Um, so that was a big one, and then probably shingles on roofs and, and all sorts of things, right?
1: Well, the um, good news is is if you have insurance, it's never hard to get money out of those companies. <laughs> well,
2: and thankfully, it won't go up now because no, and then they had to pay out $300 million. They're not going to make us... They're not going to punish us for using them. I always say insurance is so funny because it's the only... Service you pay for that you get punished if you use it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you pay every month. You pay and then if you have to use it, they're like they make you feel like a bad person. Well,
1: then the other <laughs> thing too is there's this this pressure. You have to have insurance. Yeah. What do you mean you don't have insurance? <laughs> I mean when
2: you, you get insurance?
1: any any kind of a loan or anything mm-hmm. through the bank, you better insure that.
2: I remember you better uh, and even like when I was a renter and they like, "Do you have renters insurance?" I'm like, "No, my stuff is worth eighty dollars.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I can replace all." <laughs> Light it on fire.
2: <laughs> I can replace I... it
0: all. Yeah, I was told to get it. Yeah, don't. Renters And I'm like, the most expensive thing in my house is my lightsabers collection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was the third straight summer with significant damage from rain, hail, and wind. So, I have, I have no fur- new furniture. It's <laughs> all got from second-hand stores or dumpsters. dumpsters. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room.
1: Like many people and and many groups of people, we have our traditions. The locker room has many. Mm -hmm. And one of them is celebrated on this day. And it'll be our fourth annual locker room wiener toss a
2: proud tradition of the locker room yes and it
1: started because we found out that september 20th is the anniversary of the death of charles feltman charles was a german american baker who invented the hot dog and we felt he needed to be celebrated so the wiener toss is executed on our show on this day every year it's exciting stuff We've got video. If you're interested, you can send Jimmy a text. He'll send you last year's video. It's probably one of our better ones, 780-989-0957. Jimmy um, started to incorporate slow-mo in the videos last year. Yeah, That
2: was a big change for us. Yes. Was it last year that we caught one?
0: I think it was the first year. Yeah, yeah but I don't think all. we caught any We didn't catch any on the first year. Was, I mean, the videos are the up f- on our YouTube. I know the right, first so. year we tried to go until we... Caught caught it and we were throwing hot dogs for like forty five minutes and then we kinda gave up. The first year we I
1: think we gotta put a limit on how many tosses you get.
0: Yeah, no, that's we gotta do like five tosses each or something. Or or just a total a total of ten minutes. And then it's just you're done in ten. It's not a horrible idea. Mm -hmm. Like a timeline. Yeah. Yeah. But then somebody it's might get more tosses. To no, but it's just then you just, if you hit the 10-minute mark and say you were the first one, and at 10 minutes you, you're doing the toss, the two of us get to finish okay. the one minute. I'm not sure that makes sense. All right. Well, yes, because <laughs> that, you're, not not, you're not going to not gonna stop at nine nine 9.28. Do,
2: why don't we just do five tosses each or something? Ten tosses each? because no, I want to win.
1: Okay, we do have a wager involved, all right? Yeah. Um, I love it when Jimmy gets in, like, gets gets his competitive juices flowing. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you catch one in your mouth, you'll get a pick in the um, celebrity
2: death pool. Yeah. And you don't want to do a steal, you want to do new no, picks? No, I think you should just, for every one that you Catch you get a pick okay so if Jimmy catches five hot dogs in his mouth he's been practicing all year um, then he gets five. Picks. What throwing hot
0: dogs for myself? <laughs> I live by myself. What do I do? Have a Just slingshot, in the air. And, uh, like a timer slingshot, and shoot them at my face? Okay, so
1: what you do in the privacy of your own home? Uh, uh, yes, yes. Okay, so what we need is we need a wiener tosser. Yeah, somebody to volunteer to come down to the radio station. Um, give us a show at seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven if you can make this work. Um, it's nine a m this morning that we're doing it, roughly nine a m. Mm-hmm. We'll do our chat with bag milk. And then we'll go toss wieners at each other, okay? <laughs> Let's do it. And we'll have video of this, and it'll be up at some point tomorrow, so you'll get to see. I I agree with Grant. I think we have to have, like, pick a number of tosses. We'll go with yeah. 10 or something,
0: Figure 10 out, each. Yeah.
1: And then um, if we don't catch one, we just sort of hope for, you know, the next year. I think <laughs> we've only ever caught one. I, I think
0: you caught and the only I think one. It was, I, think, I think it was you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So wiener tossers. We need a wiener tosser, okay? (laughs) Good title. The locker room, only on Chris. So, the next Quentin Tarantino. There's been talk about it. Where Where are we at with that? Is it just a conversation that he's going to do it, or is he actually
2: in the middle of? Putting together He's putting together the cast. He's kind of revealed what the movie is. Yeah. Um I've seen
1: that a couple of times. The
2: movie Critic. It's set in nineteen seventy seven California, based on a guy who really lived but was never famous and used to write movie reviews for a porno um magazine, I think. So Yeah. Yeah. So. And
1: it's apparently his swan song. This would be his tenth. Yeah. Technically his 10th movie, and there's been conversations about who he wants to bring back. Mm-hmm. The Bruce Willis conversation pops up because he's really sick right now, and Quentin Tarantino is, like, I'd like to give him a shot at, you know, a bit part in the mm-hmm. movie, if possible, to thank him for for his work in, in Pulp Fiction, and now... There's a rumor that Quentin Tarantino wants to reunite with John Travolta.
2: Yeah, as well, he wants to bring him back. So, um, obviously, that's Pulp interesting. Fiction, he did good things for for John Travolta, kind of revitalizes his career at that time. Yeah. And- Zane wants to bring him
0: back. I don't hate this. No, that'd be good.
2: Be good. Yeah.
0: John
1: is weird. Mm hmm. Obviously. Obviously. But he's a really good actor, though. He's not
2: bad. He makes some bad decisions, yeah. I think, every
0: once in a while. He does make terrible decisions. Yeah. yeah. And, and I also saw that. It, Samuel L. Jackson, too. Is that also a conversation? I haven't I, seen I that. Found, I found an article. Quentin is planning the Pulp Fiction reunion for his next film. John Travolta is rumored alongside Samuel L. Jackson. The movie yeah, critic. He's been in a few, though. Like, he was in... Um, um,
2: What's the one? Sneaks Jackie on Brown? A plane. To no, Snake's on a Plane is not uh, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. The one Jamie Foxx on the horse and Jonah Hill's. Oh, Jango. K- Django Unchained. Jango Unchained, yes. Jackson yes. is in that one. Yeah. thing about I, He was in a lot of them, actually. I think he's been in more than a couple. Yeah. yeah.
1: His most memorable one is definitely Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. He's a scene stealer. Yeah, he is.
2: Yeah, yeah, like when he shows up, you're in trouble, right? They're saying also that he offered a, the lead role to Paul Watson. Walter Hauser, which would be really interesting. I don't know who that um, is. You would, well, you do know who he is if, as soon as you see him. Oh! <laughs> he's the big guy. He's in Karate Kid. Richard Jewell, he's the lead actor. He's in that Blackbird show as he's, the serial killer. Yeah, he's um, unbelievable He's a big in that. guy, yeah. it kind of looks slow, but he's a really good actor, right? Yeah, is. Is that a thing? Is There's, that going to happen? That's another rumor is that he'll be in it as the lead actor, as, as the movie critic, sort of. Yeah. Wow. You know what's interesting about um, and this is just the music
1: geek in me. Quentin Tarantino always puts together a really cool soundtrack too. So, oh, the <laughs> best. Yeah. That's always an interesting part of when he's releasing work. That um, that it'll be a cool, and he digs up stuff you haven't heard in a long time, mm-hmm.
2: right? Or you've never heard of, and then it becomes, you know becomes I could, huge I love Quentin Tarantino movies. i can't think of one that i don't like. i just I think his
0: work is unbelievable yeah. i'm yeah. a I'm a fan of the hateful eight you know what I, that's yeah. another one that hits Quentin and uh Samuel L. Yeah, Jackson that was like pretty slow one. I'm surprised he liked that one it's like because you don't like Quentin Tarantino movies. He likes westerns though yeah Jimmy's always been a bit i' a, been in been partial to westerns. I did no, I, did, I I don't hate Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah, you do. You've you've, you've, you've always said for uh, years that you hate Quentin Tarantino movies. You you guys have broke that. Okay, because you've made You're me welcome. watch. You've made me watch quite a few, uh, like quite a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um. No
1: timeline on this just no, yet. he's it's, just kind of putting it together. But it's going to be a conversation. You're going to hear us talking about this because, well, we're fans, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope this isn't the end, but I have a feeling he is going to walk away.
2: Yeah, this is it. This,
1: he's that guy. This is it. He said, I'm going to do 10, and I believe him. I think mm-hmm. he, yeah.
0: He's got 10 years of high school, a month of university, most
2: educated member of the show.
0: now, now, Jimmy Explains. Explains. So, NASA has uh, just recently had the closest spacecraft to the sun. And it was actually in what they call a uh, a coronal uh, solar explosion. So, what that is, is because the surface of the Earth or the atmosphere... I did read something about this. Yeah, the atmosphere of the the sun. Why don't we know about this? What, what? Is this
1: it? is not? They're flying something towards the
0: sun. Uh, it's it was launched in 2018, so it's been up in space for quite some time. So that's what I have five no years. knowledge of this. The first ever mission to touch the sun, right, or something? Yeah, it's it's been the closest it's ever been. It was actually in like it, <sighs> It's similar to a solar flare, but it's just just an explosion. The solar flare is also uh, can be caused by when. What the hell is this thing made of that it's flying towards the sun? Yeah, they they make it they make it uh, like Teflon. I don't know what it's made of, actually. Blast iron. It's like <laughs> just showing you how close it was. For it was sure, only, this is a reversed alien, reverse no, engineering alien. It was, it was, it was a five, It was five point seven million miles or nine point two million kilometers from the sun, where it was in this uh, sun. Uh, the this solar explosion. Just to tell you how far that is, And Mercury how is, is twenty three million to
1: us. Like I have trouble getting Wi Fi in my loft. <laughs> now they can get these messages back to us, yeah. right? Like this is alien technology. I'm telling you right now. I've been warning people about well, you this don't, for a you long don't time. Trust NASA's NASA, yeah.
0: li-
2: NASA's been lying to us, <laughs> and this is more. They fake the moon landing.
0: Yeah. Space station is not real. You, you realize it's easier to send pictures than it is sound, because it moves faster. So, uh, like, the speed of You're light. You're still not, no.
1: So this thing is how close to the sun now? From here uh, to
2: Bangkok.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A little bit further than that. It's uh, seven, uh, not, uh, 5.7 million miles away from the sun. So, yeah, this is, this, is, closer again, than this is reversed. Yeah. Engineer technology, <laughs> and they're sending it. How and can they you just, turn a solar storm into aliens? You're what grasping? do you think? Didn't what is an alien what it about that? What, what the is, thing is, what's though, it made is out of then? You tell me. You can, there is metal that can withstand the heat of the sun. What What? We metal? should start shooting more things at the sun. Just see what happens. Seems, seems like a terror. great
2: idea too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are you done? <laughs> this is clearly yeah. alien news. <laughs>
1: locker room only on cruise okay i want to play some audio for you and i don't want to stir things up too much but i want you to listen for something in particular this is based on the fact that epstein island has been trending i think since yesterday i noticed it yesterday and so when this happens occasionally i'll go in and i'll have a look at what's being tweeted, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the usual suspects, right? Yeah. Trump is always in there. It, does, it doesn't matter. Like, Clinton's always... Bill it, Clinton, it, yeah. It, yeah, It's it, it doesn't matter. Um, but Bill Gates is always a big part of the Epstein conversation because mm-hmm. he... I don't know if he went to the island or if he just met with him, but... Okay, now, listen... I don't want to kick the hornet's nest here, but... Yes, you do. Okay. (laughs) You 100% do. This is from an interview uh, in September from a couple of years ago on PBS. All right. Now, just listen to to it, because... It, it, it's even more palatable when you see the video. Mm-hmm. And if you absolutely have to see the video, I can send it to Jimmy and he can text it to you. 780-989-0957. But just he, listen to this, okay?
3: What did you do when you found out about his background? Well,
1: and, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners. Uh, and there's nothing absolutely nothing new on that.
3: Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking looking at this?
1: Well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh. Now, I would consider myself an expert when it comes to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But that, that's a man lying his ass <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm sorry. And again, like... Uh, I don't I usually don't jump into the Bill Gates stuff. Yeah. Because it's too much. <laughs> it's it, hilarious. It's too far down the rabbit hole yeah. for me. I usually I, I usually get to a certain point in the rabbit hole and then I turn around and go, All right, I've had enough carrots. And <laughs> and then I head back to the surface. Okay. And Bill Gates is too much mm-hmm. for me. Okay. But I saw that video yesterday and I was like, oh my God.
2: He's so guilty. <laughs> he's he's lying. Well, you got your usual suspects text, texting you now on our oh, text Oh, Donald? Line, so. uh, not yet. No, no, no uh, he has Donald, where are you? He'll buddy? be there soon. Yeah. He, all your friends. Let me guess what Sean said. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're gonna lose. Please.
1: All right, we got Cam on the line. How you doing today, Cam?
0: I'm doing pretty
1: good, you? Good, good. Now you've been listening the last couple of days. We have not had a winner yet in Jimmy's cash, um, but you're you're thinking you got a chance here. I don't know. Yesterday, I did not do very good. Okay. All right. I, well, <laughs> First okay I think
0: it's was better, but...
1: We have a whole new set of questions. Now, this is how it works, Cam. You have 25 seconds to answer five questions read by Grant Johnson. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, if you miss one and you still have time, he'll go back to that question, okay? Okay. All right. So, are you ready? let If you can nail it, you're walking away with $500 cash. All right. Here we go, brother.
3: Okay. Three, two, one.
2: The new Yardbirds had to change their name to what? Cream. The Loch Ness Monster's most common nickname. Nutty. What snack cake is rumored to never expire? Uh, Twinkie. Who played Cliff Huxtable on TV? Phil oh, Cosby. And what's the capital of Thailand? Bangkok. Oh, you got four right.
0: <laughs> the yard, yeah. new yardbirds. Uh, that's what I'm talking you about. You obviously bye didn't bye bye listen first thing this baby. morning because last time gave the answer was Led Zeppelin. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, I but, had no idea that one. But, yeah, that one. <laughs> cream's that was a tough.
1: Cream's a good. Yes, cream's a good one. That, yeah. Yeah. That's the closest we've been, Cam.
0: Well, I
1: I tried my best, guys. (laughs) You just weren't
0: good enough. Thank goodness I can
1: eat. All good, brother. Thank you very much for playing today, Cam.
0: All right, I'll try again another day. (laughs) All right, brother.
1: Yeah, you can try again. That's a good point. If you uh, don't win, you can definitely try again, all right? There you go. Jimmy's Cash. Another chance at 415
2: with Pam. Pam, Pam, Pam. The
0: Locker Room presents the Grant Report.
2: Now, Grant Johnson. This story is so funny to me and so typical of Edmonton. Uh, City councillors are concerned after a report came back that claimed 90% of parking lots in the downtown core are operating without the proper permits. What? This. This is what our city is worried about right now. They're holding meetings about how to get more money from parking lots. How do we squeeze more out of them? Every time you get on a bus, there's a 60% chance you're getting into a knife fight. <laughs> but this is their priority this week. I was thinking about it, though. If these parking lots downtown don't have business licenses and they don't have the proper permits, you know we shouldn't be paying to park there. Because by paying to park in an illegal parking lot... We're actually then supporting criminal activity. No. I don't like that. I'm not comfortable with that. So what I'm saying today, park in those lots, do not pay for parking, and do not pay the in-park fines. By doing that, you're actually a crime fighter. You're welcome, Mayor Sori. Had to do some mental math, but we're getting free parking. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Yes, we actually have merch, and yes, we actually have shuntware. Text us now for the link to shop. The Locker Room.
1: saw this, and this loosely ties into the Grant Report about downtown parking in Edmonton. Um, These are the unwritten rules
2: for living in Edmonton. And it's Mm -hmm. almost like we wrote these. I know. It was just um, the Daily Hive did like a crowdsource thing on it. And so this was people from Edmonton submitting these. And yeah, I was going to ask if you submitted these. (laughs) Especially the one on there about construction. Yeah. Uh, So... The the unwritten rules were um, use the River Valley as much as possible, which
1: I've come around on. Um, mm-hmm. When we were in Saint Albert, we didn't come into the city very often. I'll be brutally honest. We yeah, people, here and, well, people from Saint Albert aren't going to
2: come back to the yeah. River Valley. Yeah. We
1: did. We would occasionally come down, especially to take um, you know company to the funicular.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> and I hunt in the River Valley, so Jimmy's the, down there all the time. The but.
1: River Valley is now that we live downtown in in close the area, it. and we're close to it. Man, we're we're in there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It, it is it's pretty spectacular when you're when we walk the dog. Um, the wife and I have made numerous comments walking down by the water. Yeah, we've got. A pretty nice skyline in edmonton and yeah yeah it, it's uh it's definitely it's
2: it's definitely an edmonton highlight for mm-hmm. sure for sure avoid dr- driving on white avenue downtown or the university absolutely
1: uh, you know what um i i don't disagree with that at all
0: they said great for pedestrians get scooters not great for driving because even in your neighborhood it's not quite university but you did like that one intersection for you to go home, you hate that because you're in the, the train. Because well, of the train and I used to, I used to lose my mind over
1: the, um, over the traffic lights and the timing in Saint Albert. And Saint a Albert of the time, trail is horrible. <laughs> a couple of times I've been in Saint, we've had to go back or whatever, mm-hmm. and I will go. And I don't know why I get so much angrier at the lights in Saint Albert than I do at my current situation and it might be was trying to figure that out because the wife and i were talking about that the the lights in my area now Mm -hmm. i live in that university area and the lrt you know the gates will go down or whatever and you'll miss a lighter it the thing that makes it different i think is that the lights make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I know why I'm sitting there. But in Saint Albert, what happens is you drive from one light to the next, and you stop at every light. Yeah, it's and horrible. the Only way to beat it is to go 180 kilometers an hour <laughs> off the line, and you'll see people in Saint Albert do this. They're they're sitting there revving their engine. Rah,
2: rah, and Thanks, Jimmy.
1: And they squeal out of the every time because if you don't go one hundred and eighty kilometers an hour at least you 're going to miss the half a kilometer light in the next at the next intersection, yeah and and they haven't fixed that. <laughs> They don't have them timed out, and it drives me insane. I don't know how people, I like, honestly, I don't know how people don't have constant accidents in St. Albert at the lights because of it.
2: I'll say this. When I'm in St. Albert, I avoid going certain places because I'm like, I'm going to have to go down St. Albert Trail. I'm not going there. Yeah. I just hate St. Albert Trail. And even the last the mayor got in and... She said she was going
1: to fix it, but I don't think they know how to fix it mm-hmm. because it hasn't changed. I went back and we we stopped at every light on our way out about two weeks ago. We had to go up, yeah, and it's it's it is infuriating. I can't believe they haven't done something about it. Uh, um, it's a gong show downtown. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. the light and lights and traffic and everything like that. But I when I'm in that, I'm caught in that. It
2: doesn't make it's me not as, mad. as infuriating. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um the next unwritten rule in Edmonton push people out of the snow when you see them stuck. I like that. Mhm. And you see that a lot. You see guys get out of their trucks and 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 go Plus, help Let's be honest, when you do it you feel kind of good about yourself. Yeah. And you help somebody get I, he, even the snow. even
0: I'm walking down the road I try and help. I'm not but as yeah, useless. lay as... down
2: as traction and they'll just I don't lay down. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, uh, this one is hilarious. We uh, say this all the time on the show. Unwritten rule
0: of living in Edmonton: add a couple extra years to the timeline of city construction projects. Oh my it's, god! Isn't it five years and an extra ten million dollars? Is that what, stop. You, no. no, that's what no. you. I said. think it's double no. the no. cost, no. What is no, your the stop. time. No,
2: it's what is it? Now he screwed it. Triple up. the time, double the cost,
0: something like that. Or double the time, triple the cost.
2: I can't
1: remember, but we worked it out in the past, mm-hmm. and we're almost—it it almost works out every single time. If you—if they announce a project, they've actually been getting smart, though.
2: Yeah, they stopped. <laughs> they've stopped saying like even with the LRT, and they—they've said, "Oh, it's going to be opening this fall." Sometimes yeah. they're not giving specific dates anymore. <laughs> So we've done this over the years. We've actually written down, I've kept track of
1: their announcements and they legit it's double the time and triple the money every mm-hmm. time. But I've noticed now they aren't they aren't announcing dollar figures as much anymore. They'll they'll do timelines, but then the timelines are crazy. Yeah. That Horlock Park project, they basically said, "Well, that's going to be about 25 years." Yeah. They <laughs> they they've realized that it's that, that it happens now. Yeah, yeah locker room only on Chris we may have found your soulmate Jimmy (laughs) really yeah she's a Canadian and you know how they have influencers Um, and this is a bigger thing now there's anti influencers Mm -hmm. now
2: where you're one of them I am not an anti-influencer. You were an anti-influencer when you were telling people what um, gas companies to get away from. Oh, you, by the you way, claim that
1: title. I'm still getting notes. I had one yesterday. Somebody asked me what um, what, what company? energy company, and yeah. I, I will. If you send me a note, I'll tell you which one to avoid. <laughs> I don't need to do it on air. Yeah, but I can I can tell you who I'm with, and I've done a little bit of research, it, and I have literally, I have cost them. I have cost that company and, and trust me, I have no problems going to bed at night. I sleep <laughs> like a baby knowing that I did this. I have cost you're that, that anti influencer of a of, of
2: potential customers.
0: See? Hundreds. Anti influencer. Just yes. like See? this woman. Cell phone companies, you're an anti influencer. This the problem woman, is cell phone companies. It doesn't matter. Jimmy, don't get him started on cell phones. It doesn't matter That's which not one what this break they're, is about. They're all the same. <laughs>
1: All the cell phone companies have us bent over. They're in in
2: collusion. This woman is an anti-glasses influencer. Oh, which is perfect for Jimmy. Jimmy has needed glasses since he was about ten years old, and he refuses to wear them. About that, yeah. He only sees shapes. Yeah. And uh, her name is Samantha Lotus, and she believes that
1: if you're told to get glasses, they're lying to you.
2: It's all a big scam, she said. The whole optometrist thing. Yeah. Scam. Eye doctor, liar. Yeah. She so, can fix your eyes, she yeah. said, with holistic multi-dimensional healing methods. Yes. All you have to do is pay her $9.97 to take her online course. <laughs> See? This is your dream woman. Yeah. You should send yeah. her yeah. a note. A Samantha. <laughs> Samantha Lotus. I wonder what she thinks of the dentist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bag milk how you doing my friend yeah morning preseason just around the corner uh, around the corner we got the Jets in town. On uh, Sunday, uh, I guess the big question about the preseason is uh, who's going to get ice time. Who are we going to see? Are there any rookies that maybe we should be paying attention to? Are they going to they going to
3: throw some kids out there just to to see what they can do? I got to be honest. I got like like you said, the first preseason game is on Sunday. There's eight of them to get through, but I don't know that I've ever felt such a lack of excitement about a new season ever as compared to this one in terms of just the preseason itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you think about the Oilers roster, there's like, what? One, two jobs up for grabs? For the most part, everybody's coming back and everybody's slotting right back into where they were. So it almost feels like, alright, let's just get this over with. Let's get going. Let's get these kids on the ice. Get some at-bats. Get the cuts in. Pull the axe out. Let's get down to business. But to answer the question, I'm curious to see how... Yeah, I mean, he's not a rookie any, anymore, but I want to see how Dylan Holloway looks this year. Mm. I think that last year he, you know, he got a taste at the NHL level. It didn't necessarily go the way he or we probably would have liked it to go. I'm curious to see what he looks like in his second year. I'm curious to see if Philip Broberg can take a step forward and actually cement himself as a top six player on the back end. These are kind of the questions I'm looking at in the preseason this year. I want to see those guys taking a step forward. Same with Vinny DeHarnay. He's going yeah. to be a regular in the lineup. I want to see him take a step forward. But in terms of actual storylines for the preseason, outside of Sam Gagne not being able to play because he's still recovering from yeah. the hip surgery, that uh, there aren't too many stories that are just all that sexy this year. Yeah, which is I, a good thing.
2: I think. <laughs> I think that is a good thing. I, I didn't really excited about our rookies because we're like, we got the team already. Let's go. I did read yeah, that exactly. they
1: weren't going to put Sam out there. the 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 only other name that I thought might be interesting, and it doesn't look like they're going to, they're going to um, put
2: him out too much either. Is the new Connor, Connor Brown? Yeah, yeah. another former Best Leaf. Thing you're
3: not- <laughs> yeah, we're collecting the whole set. Um, yeah, he's going to have limited ice time in the preseason as well while he inches his way back into the mix and gets himself going for his first season. And again, like, I get it. You know, he's going to get his ice in the preseason, but just like every veteran that is going to be on the team, he. You know, Let him have a couple of twirls out there Let him have a couple of spins Because the last thing you want is a rookie Who's trying to make a name for himself on some other organization Taking a run at a mm-hmm. star who's still a little bit banged up And yeah. it sounds like that's at least that's where Connor Brown is right now yeah. Maybe, I don't know I don't Based know if it, was,
2: if it was you or someone else at Weathers Nation Wrote a story saying Connor Brown could be uh, our new Zach Hyman So it's exciting
3: Yeah I mean, that was me. Like, I get excited about every new toy. It's like a fancy new thing. <laughs> Somebody's waving their keys at me, and I'm all for it. So, I just think that he's going to have the opportunity to play with a better centerman than he's probably ever had before, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably going to translate into some career highs. I'm bullish on it.
1: The Babcock story is 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 a conversation <laughs> right now, and I've got it. I've got it down here, um, to talk to you about.
2: Well, we could say the Oilers dodged a bullet on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, it's
3: funny, right? Because like, if you think back, he ended up in Toronto, but the Oilers were kind of sniffing around, ended up going with Todd McClellan instead. But what's amazing to me about this story is that the guy got fired for this kind of thing from the Leafs. Like, There was the story that came out where he was asking Mitch Marner about his teammates or something mm-hmm. like that, and then he went away. He was gone. For 4 years he collected che- checks from MLSE and he was just, you know, he was in Saskatchewan or whatever he was doing. But it doesn't seem like he learned anything. No.
1: No. <laughs> he comes
3: no. in and he's just like, "Hey, give me your phone. I want to see what kind of person you are." Like, "How about you give me your phone, you old weirdo?" <laughs> I can only imagine what it was like for like a 20-year-old to have that, you know? Yeah. That's um, not me.
2: It's the it's the kids that are the problem, not me. <laughs> exactly. I just
3: don't get it. Like he had the opportunity to get back in the NHL and yeah. he's gone before even a priest season game you'd have to wonder like is this his last chance because he really screwed it up allegedly in my opinion here the interesting thing about this conversation
1: and you and i have had this conversation off air about the changing face of media and i find it interesting from the perspective of a podcast going toe-to-toe with a major organization like the NHL, uh, because that's, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can sit here and say, yeah, Columbus made a decision. They sat him down, and said it's the best interest of the team. But the bigger picture here is that normally that would have been controlled 15, 20, 10 years ago. That yep. story would have been quashed. It would have been tamped down right away. We wouldn't have heard anything. There would have just been the the the, the chatter in mm-hmm. the hallways, right, with all the sports donkeys. Did you hear that's about it. No one would have said a word about it. But this Spit and Chicklets podcast kept doubling down, tripling down, and they they got this guy fired. And and to me, and maybe I'm a little too close to it. That's the interesting part about this. In my From my seat, from Mm -hmm. where I am. Because I remember, you know, making jokes about Daryl Cates on another radio station that had a sports donkey uh, broadcaster in the building. And then people walking into the control room right away going, Hey, 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 what what do you do? Do you need to do that? Right? You know what I mean? So that's very interesting to me. That,
3: yeah, they had that power, right? You're right. I mean, like the thing is now with a, a podcast as big as Spit and Chicklets, um, I mean it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest hockey podcast there is. Yeah, and those guys are dialed into the the players still, and a lot of the players love that podcast. So it's almost like they have a direct pipeline to a huge soapbox. And like you said, that never used to be the case. This no. story would have never come out. Never if this was in the '90s. Never you know, Babcock would be in Columbus today doing his thing, and well for. Well, there would have been pictures on your phone in the '90s. Right? <laughs> um, it, is, it is interesting because you know we've had the day that the Sam Gani PTO got announced. We were the first person that we were the first people at Weather's Nation to interview him on the real life podcast, like immediately after that news dropped. And yeah. even that is new and weird and exciting. So, to your point, Lock, it is a very different landscape. Yeah, and. These companies like the NHL, or at least in this case, they're going to have a harder time keeping this stuff under wraps. Especially when players can just go, "Hey, Biz, check out what's going on in Columbus," and he'll just say it, provided that you know he thinks it's accurate. So, yeah, it was a very interesting sequence of events. Those guys and yeah. Checkers didn't back down once. The Columbus Blue Jackets, along with their captain, released the statement being like, "Oh no, it's you're making much ado about nothing." And mm-hmm. then, as the NHLPA investigated, it turns out it wasn't. So, it is a whole different angle that teams have to deal with now, and it's new, and it's—I think it's good. It's another layer of accountability, at least in this case, and uh, makes for me some exciting storylines. You know, it, it spices it, up it, the media a little bit. It does. It does.
1: Right. I mean, I think you have to be careful from from our perspective, from our seat on, and and I could tell that there was a little bit of hesitation in the response to Babcock being fired on their response to it, you could tell that somebody sat them down and said, we need to be careful moving forward because we just kicked a hornet's nest and they have a lot of money and they have really good lawyers. So if we're going to continue to have this, this like pull on this thread, we need to be very careful about how we do it. You could hear them thinking while they were speaking in that post that they they put out yesterday
3: after the fight. yeah i think so yeah i think, I think you're 100 percent right you have to have make sure that your t's are crossed and your eyes are dotted if you, if you yeah. want to dance with the big guys <laughs> yeah. And in this, yeah in this case they were right it made for an incredibly interesting story to kick off the preseason and you got a guy who was once a you know one of the most revered coaches in the league mm-hmm. kind of Fading away into obscurity, with because He's he done. just can't that's learn what? how to deal with kids. So that's, did to himself. Um, yeah. yeah, really interesting story to watch. Yeah, it, and you kind of alluded
1: to it that he didn't learn. I don't think he has the capacity to learn. I think he has a level of narcissism that that he looks at the rest of the world and goes, "You guys are all wrong. I'm right. I'll go back to Saskatchewan, <laughs> but I'm still right." I, I think that's how he. He's wired anyway.
3: Well, even you just look at some of the coaches that are around the NHL now and just how differently they treat their players, even in the media here in Edmonton. Jay Woodcroft, find me one instance where he's ever thrown one of his players under the bus publicly, and you can't. He's a guy who he'll do that privately. He'll, you know, he'll talk to them however he needs to. But. He's very aware of how the media kind of takes his words, especially in a city like Edmonton, and I find that a guy like Jay Woodcroft is very, very careful with how he kind of puts himself out there.
1: There is. Beg Milk, Oilers Nation, as always, we appreciate your time, my friend. Thanks, boys.
0: Welcome to the Locker Room.
1: September 20th is an important day, and we mark that occasion with the Locker Room Annual Wiener Toss, Mm. and it is the anniversary of the passing of Charles Feltman, who is the inventor of... The hot dog, a very special person. My lip is sore.
0: Yeah, is <laughs> yeah. you. You picked up like the biggest hot dogs you could find. I got the Costco yeah. ones. Norm- Normally we
2: do like the little like president's choice or whatever, uh, the, the little skinny it's ones. $1.99 for a pack of 12.
0: Now, this time you got the Kirkland
2: dogs. Yeah. And they're big. Yeah. These dogs are and large. It, it worked well in your favor. It did. Yeah.
1: Grant yeah. nailed 3 of them and three I had dogs. a bad tosser for the first half of
2: mine. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you were a, were a horrible you. tosser. Too you threw half of them over my head. You f- caught all of mine. Three. I had three of them. No, he caught one of mine. Did I? He caught one of mine. Hmm. But it it just proves that Grant's better at getting wieners in his mouth.
2: Got skills, guys. Donate the player. All right.
1: The um, video will be up sometime later today. Jimmy's going to work oh, on that. Oh, it's entertaining? Yes. Especially sh- when
2: he slows it down because yeah. we're getting slapped in the face with with wieners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and Grant, you got to pick three picks for That's the celebrity crazy. Deadpool.
1: You get to add three names <laughs> to like, the list. know you're happy
2: I didn't, we didn't do steals, too. Well, I said we could do steals, but you you killed that. I didn't want to kill your list. I yeah. knew how well I was going to do <laughs>
0: So, tomorrow, <laughs> He's got have better your with picks the ready, okay? <laughs> I All right. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats. You just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.